So how about your nipples? How are your nipples? A little crusty, actually. I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're gonna have to go a lot closer and a lot louder for that. Mind your business! No. Oh, I hate this. Your crusty nipples? No, you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> the world is fucking ending. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. Well, welcome back. To who our are... podcast, Stream Queens, because we're taking over. Yeah, bitches. Taking over. Wait, ooh, what's a song for that? But I don't know what it is. Taking over with Janet Jackson? I don't know. Fuck. Uh, I'll figure it out later. What's like a mean girl band? A mean girl band? Tattoo. They're not a Tattoo. mean girl band. <laughs> all the things she said, all, all the things, things she said, said, running through my head, running through my head, running through my head. Through my head. Nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, welcome to Stream Queens. We're we're you watching Jawbreaker. <laughs> we watched it. We watched it. You watched time. it. We did. So who has not seen Jawbreaker? It's true. Was it? It was me. I haven't seen it. Me and I Nick. think I'm the only one that did. Or David, have you seen it? Yeah, like a hundred times, a hundred times ago, a hundred years ago, a hundred years ago. A hundred times ago, <laughs> So we're obviously joined what? with some guests. Stream Queens, yeah, bitches. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I guess we are technically We are the guests. The guests. <laughs> April Fool's bitch. Suck on those tits. Suck on that jawbreaker. So excited to have these lovely fucking humans with us today. Yay. Haven't checked them out before. Mm. You definitely should. We love them to fucking death. So now oh. it matters. <laughs> you want to do a little plug, you guys? Sure. Hell yeah. So our podcast is Nothing You Say Matters. It's the place where nothing you say matters. Hosted by <laughs> yours truly, David and Bunny. And Bunny. Hello. Bun Bun. Uh, you can follow us on, or you can find us on most podcatching services. You can follow us on Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook, all at NYSMPOD. Yeah. Come join the fam. We'll talk shit about you. Show us your nipple. <laughs> show, us, show, show us your all nipple. Free the nipple. Free. I can't the, believe the you guys straight up showed each other your nipples last night. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, what is it? Free the nipple? Is that like the movement? Yeah. 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 So we're, we're all, all freeing the nipples. <laughs> Every nipple free <laughs> on Amazon. Oh no, on on Apple Music this month. <laughs> buy buy free, nipples free are free on machine, iTunes. Free of nipples. <laughs> Right. Freer of nipples. Mother of cats. Drinker of wine. Mother of lactation. Oh. Yes. <laughs> so we're actually not hosting. Obviously, the stream queens bitches are, so... so take it away. Walk us through a day in the life of stream queens. Yeah. What do we do? Yeah. Yeah. This is going to work. So what we're going to do today is like so, that kind of... This, this uh, breakdown of this uh, very beautiful film that we endured. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. So I will walk kind of chunk by chunk, scene by scene, uh, and everyone will just throw in their shitty ass feedback that we all need to talk about. Perfect. <laughs> there's a lot to unpack from this this fucking movie. This movie made it really easy to shit on, so <laughs> I have three pages of notes. <laughs> yes. yes. I was like, all right, cool. So I'll start us off with the synopsis and some fun facts, and then we'll we'll kind of jump in. Yeah. Great. Jawbreaker came out in 1999. Oh shit! Super great year for us all. You know, Michaela was still in the womb or something. Yes, I was in kindergarten. <laughs> okay. Cool. 
I think I was too. I, like I was. Pretty... <laughs> oh yeah, I, I thought he was probably five. in the womb too. <laughs> in 1999, I was like seven, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, second yeah. or third grade. What's math? Yeah, I was like four. What's math. Five. I was five. Wait, how old are you? Twenty-five. Oh my God, you're so young. He's <laughs> a little baby. Yeah. <laughs> baby. <laughs> so the synopsis. Yeah. Three of the most popular girls at Reagan High accidentally kill the prom queen with a jawbreaker when a kidnapping goes horribly wrong. So fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very My accurate. fun facts. <laughs> the writer and director, Darren Steen, or Stein, originally intended to write a horror film, and in the process, he realized that he was actually writing a dark comedy. It's true. Yeah. Courtney's tattoo was the actual actress's Rose McGowan's real tattoo of herself. Initially, they tried to cover it up with makeup, but it didn't work. Removing with CGI was too expensive, so they opted to leave it because it added a more edge to Courtney's character. Wait, she got a tattoo of herself? Of her fucking self. The actress has a tattoo of her fucking self on her shoulder. Wait, that's... Oh. <laughs> yeah. I saw the tattoo, I thought it was like, oh, something else. I couldn't figure out what it was. <laughs> And that yeah, the actor like kid, Seth has a tattoo too. And I'm like, okay, bitches, like what high schooler has tattoos? Not exactly. no one. <laughs> Especially not in 1999. Exactly. We're seniors. Well, no, no. Who gets a tattoo of themselves? I'm sorry. I'm still not over it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah still, that's still fucking tough. <laughs> Imagine how tired Fact we are of it. Imagine how tired we are. <laughs> <laughs> Fact number three. Rachel Lee Cook auditioned for the role of Julie... And she read the, the scene where the three girls discovered Liz's dead body. Do, do you know who that is? No. The original okay. who? Ra- Rachel Lee Cook. You guys remember her? No. No. She was in, I think one of her biggest, most iconic roles was the 90s in She's All That. She was like the lead nerd. I feel like I've seen that, but also I don't know who that is. <laughs> Hundreds yeah. of years ago. I will show, I'll show you a picture later. She's a little cutie. Okay. And then finally, the film was shot in a short and hectic 30 days. 30 days to shoot that movie? Yeah. <laughs> wow, that makes so much sense. <laughs> <laughs> like, why did they have to do it in 30 days? Or I don't it... know. The budget? They had no money for this film, clearly. No shit, huh? Like, Look at her later. God damn it. <laughs> so funny. I'll, ju- I'll jump us in here with our opening scene, and then obviously want to hear all the shit you have to say. Before before the <laughs> opening scene, can we just yes. talk about the cover? Yeah, please tell us what you think about the cover. Why is it Powerpuff Girls? <laughs> Why? <laughs> also, it makes sense because like once you get to know the characters a little bit more, you know which one's Buttercup and which one's Blossom and what you know what I mean. <laughs> but like fucking Christ, that's all I have to say. <laughs> I was noticing that too and all of their eccentric colors and how they all kind of had a color and I'm thinking way too deeply into this because there's no way this is fucking real but I thought they were like the different layers of the jawbreaker totally uh-huh. oh absolutely so like, I was like, that's kind of cool I'm I probably you. entirely but I make the movie way more interesting oh yeah you're giving credit where it doesn't belong but I mean <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they'd be smart enough to do it so right you got it <laughs> all right you guys ready for this opener yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so in the opening scene we're introduced to the flawless four Courtney, Mar- 
see Julie and Liz as Fern narrates. These girls rule the school and Fern has a strange fascination with Liz, who is described as Princess Di of Reagan High. Courtney plans a genius kidnapping of Liz for her 17th birthday. The girls grab Liz from her bed, bind her, shove a giant-ass jawbreaker in her mouth, duct tape it shut, and stuff her in the trunk of Courtney's car. Super chill. Super chill. (laughs) NBD. My first thought was like, is this a regular thing that girls do? They just like kidnap their friends? (laughs) First of all, that's fucking stupid. Right. But I was also like, wait, that's what's your face from Charmed. It's Paige. And I could only call her Paige because I didn't know what her name was. <laughs> well, my thing is, is that, um, that Marcy, uh, or Foxy. <laughs> oh, Foxy. <laughs> um, all I could think of is Darla from the, like the Buffy verse, because that is Darla. Yes! Julie Benz. Totally. <gasps> How did I not catch that? <laughs> and like well I'm I'm rewatching Angel right now so like all I'm seeing and I'm on the part with like all this stuff about Darla and I'm like oh my fucking god and then I could only see her as a stupid Darla the whole time that blows my I am so upset with myself for not knowing that like honestly split my wrist now how did I miss that what makes me sad actually and just hearing when you said oh it's it was from 1999 she did Buffy first like what she looks why, why so much. Why would she do Buffy and then go to that? Right. Well, it's a movie, but like, but I mean, like, I just feel like she. Um, I thought that was like when she was much younger when she did Jawbreaker because she looks so much younger and acts so much younger, and it's that's a really good testament to Julie Benz and her range because she played a psycho vampire in the first season of Buffy in 1997. Yes. I love it. Anyway. That was another thing that the, when I kind of was looking up just fun facts and trivia for this, uh, the director and the like people producing this decided they wanted to cast people that obviously looked older than high school. It's kind of a testament to, uh, they said like Carrie and those other high school movies where they clearly casted people older than high schoolers. Yeah. And so I thought it was hilarious. I was like, cool. That's cool. Rad. Love that. Nikki, what did you think? I just said fall is four. That's some mean girl shit. The plastics. Yeah, right? It's plastics. So then I wrote down all their names just to, like, keep track of who's who. And I thought, honestly, that instead of kidnapping, it's going to be a straight-up rape scene right away. So I was like, oh, what the <laughs> fuck am I watching? Well, like, <laughs> I mean, I, like, I kind of, I, I, yeah, that's my thought, too. <laughs> I was like, are they going to rape her 17th birthday? And then I was like, this is not a great birthday. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, then, you're right. We get into kind of this car scene, right? So the girls are laughing hysterically about their clever plan to surprise Liz with pancakes and then tying her up to the school flagpole in her underwear. Yeah, I bet she can't wait. What? Because that's what, that's what friends do, question mark. They're going to take her for pancakes in her and underwear. And find their dear Liz has choked on the jawbreaker, leaving her lifeless in a pancake house parking lot. Ugh. Wow. What a way to go. Fucking stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking stupid. So in this scene, there's a line. She's like, I didn't know she was gagged or something. It's like, how did you not know she shoved a jawbreaker in her mouth? You were watching her. You were there when you kidnapped her. How did you not know? Exactly. I was so, I I couldn't, first of all, I was like, first of all, that's a giant ass jawbreaker. How did I like... You, that's like the that's bigger than my fist. How do you get that? Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to like 
do it. I can fit my whole fist in my mouth. (laughs) Yes. My favorite line from this is when I think it's Marcy says, she's going to die. Like she's going to love this. (laughs) And then I was like, oh, that's funny. That's kind of funny. Yeah. (laughs) I hated so I don't understand how long of a drive was it to go get like pancakes or whatever because she was real dead like like yeah like hours dead <laughs> this okay David you bring up a lot of really good points because the timeline in all of this is very questionable totally mm-hmm. that's just what happens when you suffocate you just you die faster <laughs> you yeah. often look like a goddamn zombie like <laughs> Right. Uh, apparently, that's how science works. Also, maybe a White Walker, because did you see those, like, fucking blue eyes? Shit. Yes. We have to talk about that Polaroid camera. <laughs> what a treat. What a treat of a little feature there. That's that true. So I miss those. I We used to do that all the time. Just be like, <laughs> and then my grandma would get say, so pissed. Did anyone pissed. have one? Yeah, my grandma yeah. had one. And my mom did, too. But they would get so mad when we would use it because the film cost, like, $40 for one, like, for 10 pictures. Oh, wow. Right. I like new ones that you can do where you get the little pictures. Like the instant, po- the new. Yeah, those the are polaroids. cute. Yeah, those are cute. <laughs> so, Liz is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Courtney, being the psychopath that she is, thinks quickly on her feet. She calls Miss Sherwood. Do you guys recognize her? Yeah. Crazy. Or, um... It's Carol Kane. Uh, unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. She's the old lady. <laughs> She's in The Princess Bride. Mm-hmm. She's in, I, I wrote The Pacifier that with, um... Vin Diesel? Diesel? Ah. Uh. <laughs> Can't say I've seen that. So. Oh list? my god. And then she also, I found out she did voices in Hey Arnold and as told by Ginger and Big Mouth. Oh my oh. god. So oh, she's yeah. just a queen. She's amazing, apparently. I love it. So we, we get to meet her because uh, Courtney gives her a call pretending to be Liz's mom and explains that Liz will not be at school that day. Miss Sherwood says she will send homework back with one of her girlfriends to drop off after school. My issue with this scene is why is the school the only authority? They're like, we can't let the school know that she died. What about the cops? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what about her parents? You know, like... Jesus Christ. <laughs> I love that. We have to talk about, like, that goddamn cell phone that she uses in the car. Right? So bad. So bad. I literally just have that cell phone. Exclamation. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why are they not freaking out more? Because, like, their friend's dead. Especially, like, Julie. Because I was like, aren't they, like, good friends? My last observation from this scene, and it goes back with David talking about this timeline issue... How long can a body sit in a car and not smell? A couple days, I think. A couple days? Okay. <laughs> are you psycho? Are you speaking from experience? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You're just preparing to murder someone, it's fine. Gotta know what to do with the body. So the girls get to the school with, again, a dead body in the trunk, and Courtney instructs Julie and Marcy to act normal. They go through the school day, and it seems like every teacher is talking about murder-related business. Yeah. Yeah. When were pencil skirts cool? I was like, I have no idea what year this was, but they were all wearing like pencil skirts with like these. And I was like, what year is this? Like, I couldn't tell like the matching or what? Those matching heels and shit. Mm, Yeah, their shoes are so bad. So like the opening scene shoes were fucking trash. This scene where they're walking down the hallway to the bathroom, their shoes were better, but also like, (laughs) damn, what is happening? I just had, I had no idea what year this was. 
with the fashion. I was like, I can't tell you. No. I don't know. <laughs> I also would literally wear what Fern was wearing. Like that oversized sweater yeah. is so ahead of its time. Yeah. <laughs> True. We're here for it. I took down a couple notes from the classrooms that they were in. Yes. One teacher was talking about acne masks and corn dogs. My favorite, though, is the, like, the sexy Latina teacher who's just, like, she's, like, teaching chemistry and she's, like, speaking in that, you know, very, very luscious yeah. accent. And I'm, like, what the fuck is happening right now? And then that jock turns to Courtney and is, like, doing oh. that tongue thing. And I said, my note says, that jock needs to die. That's it. <laughs> I said LOL at tongue effects. Oh, my God. <laughs> I agree with that weird-ass dude. I just put, what the fuck is up with this guy? <laughs> What the fuck is up, Kyle? What the fuck fuck is up, Kyle? (laughs) (laughs) I think the next scene when they're all like talking about how to set up her murder or something, and they get sunglasses on. I'm like, nice fucking sunglasses, dude. Okay, those were legit fucking awesome back in the day. (laughs) (laughs) That's fashion, Mickey. (laughs) Yes. I didn't like this whole scene. I was like very upset. Just like this is problematic. Let's just fabricate a rape. (laughs) My question was, did Harvey Weinstein direct this? Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Rose McGowan is like one of the biggest people who has spoken out against Harvey Weinstein. And like, I thought it was super fitting. And I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. (laughs) They talk about like, oh, maybe she was practicing blowjobs with a jawbreaker. I'm like, what? Who does that? (laughs) Yeah, so after school, Courtney tells the girls the only way they're going to get out of this accident is to make it look like Liz was raped in her own bed. Julie's not happy with this, but has no choice but to follow along. And Marcy, I said, is pretty much brainless and will do whatever Courtney asks of her. Courtney gets to grab Liz's homework, and Fern agrees to take it to Liz's house. Oh, my God. I said about Fern, I was like... Who is this creepy fucking actor bitch from? And then she's like, meow. Did you (laughs) mean Liz is the cat's meow? But not before she meowed first. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Right. She literally said, Do you mean meow? (laughs) (laughs) And then she's like full on like lesed up about it to the fucking principal. The teacher also makes a ref, like a sexual reference. I think she was telling Courtney, she's like, she gives as well as for C's. I was like, uh, she's gay. Oh yeah. Definitely good. Oh yeah. Good for Fern. 100%. I also wrote why am I Fern? <laughs> In all caps I just wrote they're going to plant a rape. And what sprouts from that seed? Nothing good. Courtney, Julie, and Marcy pull up to Liz's mansion. They take Liz's body from the car and proceed to plant a rape scene in her bedroom. Julie finds a birthday card from last year's prank, and the sound of Liz's voice freaks everyone out a bit, except for Psycho Courtney. Fern goes up, hears the murder story, and finds the girls upstairs in Liz's room. The centipede? Uh, Ew. The centipede? (laughs) Yes. Fern found a centipede on a rose, and it crawled on her fucking hand. Don't you remember that? I do not remember that. You screamed. Did I? Yes. That sounds accurate. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I had that this Courtney bitch is scary good at this. Remember when they moved her head and her neck crack? Ooh. (laughs) So gross. 
That's my favorite thing in the so world. Fun. I love it so much. My one oh comment my from the scene was, the bitch has no pants. Yes. <laughs> like, can't get over. They were going to take her for pancakes and her underwear, but then tie her to a flagpole and her underwear. What? Yeah. What do you mean? Happy birthday. I wish a bitch would. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Bunny, that's what we're going to do for your next birthday. <laughs> I think the real question is, is forensics not real in 1999? <laughs> The amount of hair that had to be all over that body. Oh my god. And fingerprints. Because they're like fucking touching her, moving her, no glove. You know what I mean? Like or they have gloves. Yeah, they but have like, gloves, yep. I put that too. I said, Okay, great way to put the gloves on now. Yeah. <laughs> Do they have on gloves that when they body has her? been touched up and down <laughs> by oh all of you. <laughs> Bitch has a tattoo. My my one favorite quote, my takeaway was my name is Fern Mayo, like hold the mayo. That, I wrote that too. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I literally thought Mayo was a nickname for her because she's so pale. <laughs> There's that. Such a plain last name, like, they just didn't even try. It's like, boring girl, make her Mayo. It's fine. It's fine. So for our podcast, when we were, like, brainstorming ideas, we totally had, like, a idea of, like, is this Mayo? Like, as a segment to, like, bash on boring white people. Oh, yeah. <gasps> That's fucking amazing. I and so we've got Fern, who's there, right? She sees everything. She witnesses all of it. She runs out. They grab her, and then we get this beauty makeover compromise, essentially. Saves the day. She promises Fern that she will be super cool and one of the girls. I mean, someone needs to take Liz's place. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> wow, where have I seen a loser joining a cool girl game before? I don't know. Maybe Mean Girls, Clueless. The Heathers. <laughs> <laughs> the Heathers makes the best musical, though. Although I would really like a Jawbreaker musical. I'm not going to lie. This makeup montage, though, it gives me life. What is it? Rocky Horror? Like, mm-hmm. that yeah. vibe? Yeah, it's got a dark, weird, yes. twisted vibe. With, like, the fucking eyelash curlers and her ferns, like, all wide-eyed and, like, ah, like, it's happening. <laughs> like, and they're kind of going back and forth. It's so fucking weird. They're, like, show yeah. We're getting all beautified and then showing like beautifying a body for burial i did have a question i was like would i trade popularity for like someone's death right it's like would i keep this a secret to be right. popular it's like mm, maybe but then <laughs> i was like well when they mention replacement now i feel bad about it it's like well now i'm replacing her it's like just keeping it a secret <laughs> i don't know why i made a difference if it was me at 17 the guilt would have been too much and i would have told somebody immediately <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, totally. Same. Your secret's here with me. It's like, oh my fucking god, mom. Bunny would just kind of play the scene like, I would do the beauty montage and then I'd get the fuck out and find a cop. <laughs> 100%. It was very um, Mean Girls lunchroom, but, like, dark and mean. Yeah. Yeah. Courtney, she's like, it's not like we kill people. And I'm like, 
<laughs> on but purpose. But then she has this like super dramatic pause, and she's like, "I mean, on purpose, obviously." <laughs> if I get a zit for this, <laughs> that's my favorite part. If I get a zit for this, I don't know if that's a line from the movie. It's just like it's just a note. It says, "Yeah, that." <laughs> I feel like I'd probably remember this, and I don't remember at all. That's probably what it was. <laughs> we meet the detective for the first time. Mm. Mm-hmm. I yes. thought she was a hot teacher coming in. I was like, damn. Pam she Lear. is hot. She's hot. Mm. Mm-hmm. Love her. She's Detective Cruz. She makes an appearance, and we realize that Liz's body has been found when her parents return home. It's so sad. A cute drama geek, Zach, gives Julie a ride home, and Julie is instantly smitten. She gives Zach her number and tells him she wants to hang out sometime. <laughs> that was so stupid. <laughs> like out of I, nowhere, out of nowhere, she's just like, yeah. "I'm I'm sad and lost, so now the sad and lost boy is gonna find me, and we're gonna be happy." What? I thought it was really cute that she wrote her number on his hand. That just brings me back to like cute little douchey high school. That thing. was so throwback. I was like, "Wow, these, I forgot people did that." That's not very reliable. Like, what if he actually washes his hands like he's supposed to? Shout out to COVID nineteen. They would never have their little meet cute. They'd be fucking lost forever until tomorrow when they show saw up. each other at school again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and if you think about it now, I don't even know if people get their phone numbers first, or if they're probably just added on social media. Yeah. And What's your Snapchat? Snapchat? <laughs> Like Snapchat, Instagram, sliding into them DMs, you know? But I don't think they actually exchange numbers. Mm -mm. Does anybody even know their phone number? Yes. No. I know my phone number. I have no idea what yours is. Oh, I was worried during this scene, just to throw it back, that that guy was going to be, like, trashy. I thought he was going to, like, try and, like, kill her or something. Oh. I thought he was going to be a creep, too, for sure. I totally thought it was going to be a creep. It's just so random. I was like, does she know this guy? Why is she getting in the car with him? (laughs) (laughs) That night, Julie calls Fern or Violet, and they chat about the good old days in fourth grade. Fern gets a call on the other line. It's Courtney, and she leaves Julie to just hang out by herself. Uh-huh. Courtney demands that Violet makes her her number one priority moving forward. Fucking <laughs> three-way calls are, like, the worst. I hate them. Pardon. Also, you can just call the operator and be like, hey, I want to call this household, and they just connect you. Like, that's just a thing back that- then? Oh, yeah, that, that used to be a thing. <clears throat> yeah. I'm pretty sure it still is. You can call 411 and, like, get connected wherever. That's fucking terrifying. I don't want... Why? <laughs> I mean, it's not like someone can get to your cell phone. It's like more more like landlines and businesses. My favorite I part do... is what the fuck is the color palette of Julie's room and what were those curtains? Wildcats. Yes. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I was like, yeah, she's a Wildcat fan. High School Musical all the way. Also, the sexual tension between Fern and Julie on the phone, it was like... Suddenly, Julie was Fern's new, like, meow. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. <laughs> it was yes. nuts. Do you remember fourth grade when we used to flick each other's bean behind the bleachers? Like, oh what my the God. <laughs> if only this was a video podcast, Brianne's face. <laughs> when they were talking, uh, Julie brings up the Easy Bake Oven. Did you guys have an Easy Bake Oven? Yes. Yep. No, but I always wanted one. It never worked, but we had one. It tasted like shit every time. <laughs> cancer. How are you like making cancer. cakes with a light bulb? I mean, you can. My stomach's starting to hurt thinking about the stuff that I made. <laughs> 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 like, was it good? I also had to quote, time erases things. And I just said, bitch, it's been like 24 hours. <laughs> but she said, and, time doesn't erase things. People erase things. And I was like, wow, that's fucking yeah. deep. 
And then we get to the famous sex scene. You guys ready for this? I <laughs> loved this. So Courtney gets off the phone, and we see her later with her boy toy because she wants to get down with some kinky shit. Uh, she essentially sexually assaults this boy with a popsicle stick <laughs> and goes on him. The police stop by the house, interrupting the blowy. That's what I <laughs> Don't leave. Question. How many popsicles do you think they had to go through during shooting this scene? Because it kept melting, like, everywhere. <laughs> That's all I thought about this entire scene. I was like, it's fucking melting. How many popsicles do they have to use for this shit? A lot, probably. What? Well, you know that, do you remember that commercial where the woman's just eating the sticks of butter? Yep. She what? had to eat 30 sticks of butter that day. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. So sometimes directors get crazy. You never know. <laughs> it could have been one. It could have been 20. Who knows? <laughs> so you're telling me that this random boy toy had to gag on a popsicle multiple times. <laughs> Not gonna lie, that just shows you like how desperate men are for sex and what they're willing to do literally anything. Exactly. Also, uh, especially. Right, oh, and right. especially when she was like, oh, I figured you'd be good at this because you're on the wrestling team, and I'm like, okay, gay <laughs> joke. I mean, <laughs> fucking <Christ. laughs> Totally, totally does not last or stand up anymore. But like also back then, yeah, funny. <laughs> My favorite line that she has because she, she hears the door, right? Oh, God damn it. I was going to say this. <laughs> and he's like, no, don't go. And she just looks back and says, don't come. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A. Have you ever had to do that to a man? To leave like mid blowjob? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. Mm. Uh, well, yeah, probably. I definitely have. David, we need to hear a story. Once upon a time, it was spring break and it was the first time it happened. And they were at my house and it was like in the middle of it. And then someone like knocked on the door and I thought it was one of my roommates that was like, that had like just forgot their keys or something. So I ran downstairs and it was just like a package delivery or something <laughs> stupid. Meanwhile, there was a package waiting upstairs. <laughs> there was this one time that I like took this straight guy home from the bar, listened to him cry for two hours about like something. I can't remember exactly what it was. Like his life, his like, women or something. I don't know. And um, so finally convinced this guy like to, you know, it's like low key, not great moves on my part, but like he eventually has his dick in my mouth, whatever. And this other guy that had been, like, outside the bar after we had left and was we were chatting with him at the bar for a little bit, too. Like, this guy at, like, 4 in the morning knocks on my front door. And it was when I lived right behind that the, the flame. And, like, fucking, you remember how many windows were in that building? <laughs> this is nuts. So he, like, knocked on the door because he wanted in. And the other guy ran out the fucking back door. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. This podcast is over. This is not sex stories. This kind of where we see we see parents maybe for the first time in this whole this whole film. So we've got we see Marcy and her dad. They're having dinner or something, and her dad is concerned that she is a follower and Which makes a comment about how she's changed over the years or some bullshit like that. Mm -hmm. And then we see angsty Julie. She's staring into her backyard pool, and some angel Liz appears. Nipples out and I wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> I literally amazing. just wrote nipples. <laughs> and it's like, honestly, I think this, it just all, 
you guys, it's just all full circle here with like free the nipple, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. My note was like, is Julie gonna kill herself? That's what I thought. <laughs> I was too. like, uh <laughs> what is happening? I yeah, that's what I thought too. That was weird. My comment was Liz should be in the thirteenth year. What? When she hmm? was <laughs> Well, deep cut. <laughs> what? Um, so when Julie's looking into the pool, Liz just like comes out of the pool looking like all like mystical and magical, and I'm like, that's a fucking yes. mermaid. She looks beautiful. She should be in the thirteenth year with that boy who turned into a mermaid. Oh, oh hell yeah. Sure. Okay, yes, I'm that. fucking young. It's fine. Right. Like, <laughs> she would have been a great mermaid. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> I took down two notes from this scene. Uh, the quote from Papa Bear that says, Yes, Oprah, my child is a follower. <laughs> that was so funny. And then my second one, Angel, Liz, or my sexual fantasy. Yes. Yes. Nipples. David and I both commented on that. It's like, do you see her nipples? <laughs> <laughs> they were great. Yeah, they were out for the world. <laughs> so we get this uh, detective investigation. So Detective Cruz questions Courtney, Julie, and Marcy about the death of their friend, threatening them with this jawbreaker. That was fucked up. She also invites Miss Sherwood, who says that Fern has been absent for weeks. What the fuck is this? But (laughs) does believe someone that sweet could be involved in a murder. Like, bitch just dyed her hair and changed her clothes. It's still Fern. I don't understand. Right. My thing, so my thing before that even happened was the fucking, like, Carol Kane, a.k.a. the, the principal, made an announcement over the fucking loudspeaker about yeah. Liz's death. Oh, yeah. What? Yes. That was crazy. That's I didn't not, like that. That's not. In, like, full fucking detail, like, okay, classmates. Yeah, that's not. A brutal you... murder occurred. <laughs> NBD. Go on with your day. Enjoy. Class is still in session. Right. No. You can still pay your rent. Like, you know (laughs) (laughs) My favorite quote, though, that Detective Cruz says is, like, some of the sweetest candies are sour as death inside. Yes. And then she says, she also brings up the quote. She's like, yeah, you know, it's called a jawbreaker. And she's like, it's really hard. She slams it on the desk. And then she says pretty fucked up name for a candy and i was like oh that's creepy <laughs> loki oh. i kind of thought that detective cruz killed her at this point <laughs> <laughs> Detective cruz has definitely used job to kill men before like that's just like she's fine so meanwhile fern slash violet is living her best life she has groupies and all the power julie is spending more time with this haughty drama boy and they go on a cute date where they watch the sunset <laughs> I have feelings. <laughs> Why is Violet wearing lingerie to school? <laughs> what the fuck what? was with Marcy's hair being all like twisted up in little like clips? <laughs> it was painful as fuck. I can't. And then for like like their date, the soundtrack was so loud. You couldn't it was a fucking music video. I couldn't hear what they were saying because the backtrack was too loud. Also, you guys, this is where we get the learn it, live it, love it. And I said, is this live, laugh, love bullshit? <laughs> learn it, live it, love it. I'm going to get that tattooed on my ass crack. Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> love it. <laughs> so after that, we've got this uh, Detective Cruz is investigating Fern, who tells her that Fern is gone. 
And as, as now she's a, a proud senior, she goes by Violet. She then goes into great detail about her obsession with Liz. But that, <laughs> that was so great. really know her that well. <laughs> <laughs> then she, so she sat behind this girl in algebra, and she was obsessed. She was, like, doing these uncharted constellations of her mold on the back of her neck, question mark. You. She sounds like murder suspect number one, honestly. Like, <laughs> yeah, you guys, I said Fern was in love with her, obviously. Yep. A little bit. Yeah, she sounds fucking terrifying in this scene. That's the only thing that I've said, so. <laughs> okay, so things are still still weird here. We've got Courtney willingly visits Detective Cruz and tells her that Liz had a huge secret that Marcy and Julie didn't even know about. She liked to have sex with strange men. Oh, and then yeah. they showed it. Great. <laughs> High schooler walking into a bar, looking to get dick. Except for it wasn't her, was it? Nope. And Carolina sure have Marilyn Manson. Okay, he is the guy that fucks Courtney. Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't replace him without his makeup and shit. And I don't remember how he got that role. He was dating someone on the set or something like that. Rose McGowan. They were together. Was that, was that it? Yeah. What? Yeah, they were together for like eight years or something ridiculous. Holy Wait, shit. So were they actually having Corp. sex or was it staged? It was staged because it was a video, but like you definitely know they've had sex. Oh yeah. Oh, they were. He was dating her. Ooh. Yeah, Rose and and Mar- Manson were together, but like right over the dead body. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. She moved and the that's, body. That's what I put. So we have this flashback to Violet, who is this new queen bee. Meanwhile, a man is put into custody for the murder of Liz. Julie can't take it. And spills the news to Zach about what really happened to Liz. She realizes that Courtney took the strange man home and fucked him in Liz's bed with Liz stuffed under it. What the fuck? Greg. (laughs) And Greg's just pulling that's just straight up tequila out the cupboard and he's going to drink it right now. Yes. I love him. (laughs) Send some to me. What are your thoughts on all this, you guys? I can't. I don't even know. Let me just see. <laughs> so um, I have a comment. Uh, David had David said, and I quote, "He's gross, but I still suck his dick." Actually, no. <laughs> <laughs> that was the quote. I was like talking about uh, Marilyn Manson. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was really oh great. Oh my god! But I just also, had like a stream of conscious thing going on with this. Sure. Please um, read it. I said, "Oh, what's this shady bitch up to?" This is fucked up. Ew. This whole bar scene makes me want to throw up. Fucking hate men. And then, oh my god, what just happened? <laughs> That's yes. what I got with that whole scene. Can we talk about how Violet went from Fern to then becoming the head cheerleader and star of the school play? In two weeks. In two weeks. Well, the two weeks, what's the timeline here? We don't even know. She hey, needed somebody like, to believe in you her. You don't get a lead in a play like, you, like I, or cheerleading. What the fuck? Like, so <laughs> all of a sudden, you guys, she shows up with this Corvette. Where the fuck did she get the money? And then her license plate is just bitch. No, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, they show her getting the Corvette, don't they? Yeah, she. Why well, she for makes it. out? She made she made out with that guy for it. <gasps> okay, oh, yeah. under okay. the car. It's, Oh, yeah, the mechanic. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. He was happy. She had to sleep with him to get that car. They didn't just make out. There's oh, no yeah. 
she knows she knows i have fern is the best at this when she's like getting the the play part the lead in the play yes when like all those little theatric cats were bitching about her i couldn't (laughs) i couldn't the gay guy and that belt what the fuck (laughs) what the fuck i was so upset that's that's so funny that's where i'm at i didn't like that oh my god what what is zach he was like the popular kids and like theater kids or like drama and popular people don't mix and she's like well the rules have changed and it's like yes changing the world bitch. yeah <laughs> hardly <laughs> okay you guys i did have a question here that i came across so whose outfit do, do you like whose outfit style do you like the best like it can be anyone in this whole movie so far it doesn't have to be one of the, the four the flawless four um, post-click Julie is my vibe. Okay. Oh, Simple. Yeah. That's pretty good. I guess. <laughs> Wasn't a fan of the pencil skirt, so. <laughs> yes. I kind of liked Violet's, but, like, the hot pink is a little <laughs> much, but I kind of like that, like, I'm a sexy nerd thing. Yes. Yeah. I was going to say, Bunny, I could see you in her, like, hot pink crop top bitch shirt. <laughs> <laughs> literally buying it on amazon right now <laughs> um i'm honestly Cor- like why am i courtney i love courtney i think courtney, <laughs> and it's, it's probably you because it's because of the body but like i love it body adi adi like get it rose mcgowan is fucking beautiful and she just works all of those angles so well those colors those bows except the argyle i said say no to argyle <laughs> that was the only one that i was like no but everything else was great. I was in. I was in it to win it with her. Yes, I. I think I had to think about this one. I said I would go with Julie, but then I would want Marcy's '90s hair. Like she pulls out the most <laughs> iconic stuff with her hairdo. She like, really did. Fucking... Yep. The butterfly. What clips, is that? The crimped hair. Oh my god. The crimped hair. Oh my god. Yep. Violet's <laughs> hair was so gross. I did not like her hair. Like, well, Violet, Violet's hair is what morphed into the manager. I, I need to see the manager haircut. Yes! That's the kind of power I want. I think I also read that she had to, it was in her contract, like, I don't know, at the time, with any movie she was in, she had to do her own hair. So that was a mixture of, like, a handful of different wigs put into one hair piece. <laughs> what? Wow. What a psycho. Which is just insane. Actors what else is she in? She's in everything. Oh my god, she's such. I can't think of her name right now, but she's such a. She plays all the weirdos, right? Like yeah. Everything she plays a weirdo in like every single movie that she's mm-hmm. in. Yeah. Or kind of like a goofy side best friend, or. Perfect. It's pissing me off. I gotta look up her eyes. I am whatever. I am the blue. Blue. So while you're doing that, we'll jump into this next one. Oh yeah, keep going. So Courtney and Marcy realize that Violet has gotten way out of hand. She's supposed to be cool, but not the best. Courtney's supposed to put Violet in her place. Zach and Julie are seen outside of the pancake house searching for the missing camera. They need to find proof that Courtney is the real killer. Drama. I loved Violet jamming on the front of her car. What the fuck was that? (laughs) It was weird. She was just feeling it, man. She really was. I don't like this. I like that moment for her. Like, it's it like was very eighties, eighties like movie montage. You know what yes. I mean? Oh yeah. Yes. yes. On the hood of White Snake's car. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
This is where she's wearing that iconic bitch shirt. So shout out to Bonnie. That's going to be your Christmas gift. <laughs> wasn't, she, wasn't she smoking too? Yes. Yeah, she was smoking in the bathroom. Oh, oh, right. And I was like, what the fuck? The cigarette? Like, who just like pulls out a cigarette? Cool kid. And like fucking like Courtney like pulls it out of her hand and throws it to the side. I made you and I can break you. And I can break you. I love it. That's my mom used to say that to me all the time. I brought you into this world and I'll take you out. (laughs) Please help me. (laughs) And we also see that the picture of the Polaroid is in the gutter. But of course, Zach and Julie don't find it. It happened like months ago. They're like, let's go back to the parking lot and see if we can find it. Like, Was it it two weeks? Was it 48 hours? Maybe we fucking know. (laughs) So well, at this point, the it's timeline like, is so questionable. But how did Violet become so a head cheerleader? Stupid. I was like, "Yeah, you're right. Find it." Why did they <laughs> thought that they like, that like, also stupid. confuses the shit. I mean, how did she become like a zero to hero in fifteen hours? Because <laughs> she was a new student. She's new. <laughs> so, thank you. <laughs> with no luck, Julie and Zach visit Detective Cruz to tell the real story. But she's not having it. All the evidence lines up, and she's closing the case. Courtney pulls through with her threat and straight-up burn book style fern slash violet. Yep. B-girls. Posters everywhere. Violet <laughs> is spelled with Just a like, Y? Yep. <laughs> that, that was upsetting. Like, <laughs> that was the takeaway. It's like, they spelled her name with a Y. I was like, what does she have, an anime main character? <laughs> yes. But Courtney's... Subtitle, so I knew that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Cheater. Courtney's blue leather in this scene is the best thing that has ever happened to this movie. Yeah. In in all of life. I want blue (laughs) leather everywhere now. Yes. I I support this journey for you. I'm here for it. Okay. Where are the fucking teachers at all? What a question. So Violet passes out because she's, like, traumatized, and they cover Same. her. And then she wakes up in the nurse's office, and the nurse, like, lay down. And she's like, no, I gotta go. <laughs> she's, like, freaking out again, runs into Courtney and them, passes out again. And they cover her with her, like, wires. And I'm like, this is so mean. And she wakes up. She's still there. I'm like, no one's, like, concerned for her well-being. They're just letting a kid chill in the middle of the Nobody hall. gives a... It's the 90s. It's the 90s. No one cares. I just, how did, whatever, dude. I just don't understand. We we do get that iconic line of life's the bitch and then you die. And then she goes, no, you're the bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. We are down to our final two scenes. You guys ready for this? Yes. Yes. Oh, we're going to the prom. Oh, my God. So the, the damage is done. Fern is back to being Fern. Julie and Zach console her, and the three admit defeat. They will not be able to take Courtney down. But wait, Liz's mom drops off a box of Liz's things for Julie to remember her by, and Julie realizes that the birthday card recorded Liz's, sorry, recorded Courtney's confession. Zach, Fern, and Julie go to prom to take down that bitch. Can wow. I just say... The prom. <laughs> like, suddenly prom? Yeah. It's just prom now. Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> I'm so glad 
that I didn't look like that at my prom. Like, just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Those God. Those are some ugly some fucking outfits. Um, also, Eric Foreman's sister's in the scene. So, the, guy, the girl that plays Eric Foreman's sister in that 70s show? Yeah. Oh, shit! Yeah. yeah. That, I never, I didn't catch that either. That's well, awesome. Alex has been watching that, like, 24-7, so. <laughs> yes. The goth bitches at this prom made me wet. <laughs> uh, I love that they actually went. Right? <laughs> so cute. Um, we there is again. <laughs> the, they make fun of uh, just. I just said okay. I said oh good. Let's make fun of all the gay boys in drama. I know. I saw that. They would wear a dress too, and I was like, bitch, they wear that dress better than you wore it. Yep. <laughs> I miss that. I and just, then there's some comment about a carpet muncher, and I was like, oh, oh here we go yeah. again. <laughs> here we something? go. I don't. Yeah. Do you? No. <laughs> <laughs> and then I did have another question for everyone before we get to our final scene. Okay. So side side question. What was the worst thing you wore to prom or someone you saw wear at prom? The worst thing? Yeah. I got it. The guy that I was kind of seeing in high school showed up to prom in a cowboy hat. Ew. Big ass <laughs> cowboy hat. That was the worst I was thing? So, I was so glad he wasn't my date. <laughs> I was like, I would not take pictures. That's terrifying. Yeah. So that happened. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. I feel like we all looked pretty good. <laughs> I mean, it was 2007 for me, and... You know, yep, yep. So yeah, I, <laughs> I just feel like there's someone always says something outrageous. Like I think, so in 2007 there was a lot of kind of those cupcake dresses. They're like they kind of look like Belle's dress, you know, or like. Doom, 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 doom. Yeah. What? And <laughs> then there were. Uh, what, was, what was the other thing? Oh, I'm pretty sure one girl from my class showed up in a uh, like a camo camouflage dress. Fuck it, hey, no. My real question for you, though, Brie, was, like, I'm surprised no one showed up in, like, full-on, like, Canadian tuxedo, like, you know, fucking, (laughs) like, redneck bullshit, like. Right? My God. No, people kept it pretty class. Somebody drove there on a truck, a tractor, (laughs) to our prom venue. That would not surprise (laughs) me at all. Mm -hmm. I think we did, too. I think we had people drive their dates in tractors. Jesus Christ. Because that's really classy. That's horrifying. The epitome of a look. But there was like, there was like 500 people at my prom, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, our high school was in the middle of a cornfield, so it was very Barnum-esque. Yeah. (laughs) Love that. I mean, wherever your small town is that you're from. I'm, I'm glad that at least, though I was in a very small town, I didn't have mine in what looked like just their fucking cafeteria. Yeah, at least we went somewhere cool for our prom. Like Yeah, like we always went somewhere cool for prom. Yeah. And we didn't do the king and queen bullshit, which is... Oh, really? Yeah. I'm glad we did. I don't think we did we either. Definitely did. We did. We did. It's so fucking stupid. You're prom king! Yeah, the whole court... The homecoming court, the prom court. That was like royalty. Snow days court. The spring yeah, fling homecoming queen. Yeah, snow days, but not for prom for some reason. Hmm. I barely remember my prom. I went to prom as a junior so I could go to prom for free my senior year. 
Yep. And I showed up, but I don't really remember anything except for I danced with this guy that I was into but not dating anymore, and he was very bad at dancing. That's literally all I remember. From <laughs> it was. That's awesome. Bucky's only takeaway. That was it. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> but you got to think about this scene though, like with with um with how this prom is. It, it's along the same vein of like think about like. Buffy the Vampire Slayer and, like, Buffy and Cordelia's big old fight about May Queen or whatever the fuck, or whatever the fuck it was, and, like, literally, like, that was, that happened at the same time. Like, 1999, mm-hmm. fucking, like, when this movie came out, like, that was in, like, this big fight. It was about popular, it was about, like, the the competition of it all, and, like, yes. you know. Mm. Yep, Absolutely. So Courtney is crowned prom queen. Surprise, surprise. And during her speech, Zach takes over the sound system and plays the birthday card recording, I killed Liz. I killed the teen dream. Deal with it. The entire school turns against Courtney, throwing their drinks and flowers at her. And as a cherry on top of it all, Julie takes a photo with a Polaroid camera, just saying, smile, Courtney. My favorite part of the scene was the slow motion. In slow motion, she's like, that bitch <laughs> i was like oh that's great i loved that that was beautiful what um, it, yeah what the fuck marcy's hair so, yeah. no not marcy's someone hers was crimped someone else had like those little individual spikes and i'm like <laughs> in, yeah just in the crowd yeah and i was like i haven't seen that in forever and that would be so annoying to do with like gel just like get them perfectly Oh my gosh, it would take so long. <laughs> it didn't look good. I don't understand 90s <laughs> culture. Courtney's hair was hair- horrible. Like, what was that silver-ass fucking string in there? Oh, why? That was so bad. bad. Um, okay, you guys. Why? That is part of fun facts that I didn't add in. So, they, they Courtney, did, so Courtney originally didn't have anything like that in her hair, but then when Julie came out with, like, the flowers, she was like, uh-uh, bitch, can't be above me. I'm supposed to be, like, the queen of this. The actress. So she goes back into the trailer and is like, mm-mm. And made them do something, like, wildly crazy with hers. Oh, wow. my God. Yes. Gow <laughs> win uh, for the win. Yep. Knowing her character. I love it. It wasn't even better. I was, was like, so that's bad. amazing. And she knew she had to step up and be like, no, no, no. I, I have to stand out in this scene. My big issue is they completely ruined the evidence right with the card and like putting it into the speech like let me just let me just saw let me just like suddenly know how to solder a card into a speaker system and like first (laughs) of all what like what you just ruined the card like that ruined the card that ruined the integrity of the evidence is now done she can't go to jail now it's incomparable right because everybody heard it wow 50 people at the fucking cafeteria wow Um, yes. I love that they put the picture that they took of Courtney, like, in the yearbook under the prompt. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, hey, remember yes. when this girl murdered another classmate? <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking dumb. Also, all the corsages that were being thrown at her, and she was acting like it hurt so bad. That's and then she, like, ruined her hair because of it. Like, what the fuck? Like, she, she ruined her own hair. Like, she would have yeah. been fine if she just had she, running. She's yeah. like, oh, I've got to... Yeah, she's like, like, I gotta, like, I gotta, like... I gotta. <laughs> what a dumb bitch. 
<laughs> like, good for her for being like, oh, I can think on the fly and, like, hide the fact that I murdered this, but, like, you probably should have just murdered your dumbass friends because Julie's too nice and Marcy's an idiot. You could have done so much more if you just were the only murderer. It's true. Yeah. You fucked up. So, you guys, that's that. That's our fucking movie. I, I want to hear final thoughts, and if you have a rating, I want to hear that, too. Okay. I can go first. Um, so, I didn't... It was dark. I'm glad I saw it. I think it's like a cult classic that everyone should watch, but yeah, it's um, definitely something. <laughs> and my rating is, you know I'm a slut for films that take down evil bitches. Go team. So, <laughs> <laughs> Go team. <laughs> I love it. Um, it. Okay, so I think this movie is iconic. I think it literally wraps up the 90s quite well. Um, from everything with the grunge era to, like, boy bands and, like, popularity contests and all this bullshit. Like, it really encompasses the 90s. Um, and my rating is 12 out of 12 Bad Omen Bloody Eggs. <laughs> wow. That's beautiful. Get it? Because it's a dozen and there's a dozen eggs. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm basically Fern right now. You're so, you're so intelligent. Um, this Ish. was an experience for me. Um, I... I don't think I liked it. <laughs> like, the movie, okay. like, the movie itself was, like, fine, but, like, I, I don't think Rose McGowan is a good actress, even though, Phenomenal. like, the character she played was, like, it was she did that well <laughs> she did that well yes the movie itself it was just it was a lot going on i just like ooh, baby what are we doing <laughs> <laughs> so i gave it two out of five jawbreakers as a rating oh i like that That's i like good. so for for me this movie i used to watch quite a bit back when i was in high school and i swear to god have not seen it for probably 12 years so that was just a wild ride in itself. I was like, what the fuck am I making everyone watch? <laughs> <laughs> I loved, I think what sort of, I, I agree with, with the, um, I agree with David with the kind of the iconicness of the 90s, like the clothing and the hair and everything just stood out. I loved it. I gave it one psychopath girl gang and a birthday prank gone wrong. They're always so creative. <laughs> Every time. Well, they, Thank you guys so much for joining in our April Fool's bullshit. This yeah. was super fun. This was uh, great. Do you guys want to go get jawbreakers now? Yeah. No. Do we just like choke on some jawbreakers? But practice our bowies. I, I, I hate jawbreakers ever since Broad City when she bit into it. Oh, God. <laughs> in her tooth. I hate, I hate teeth shit. I hate that. So I, yeah. can't do it. Nope. Nope. Uh, so, Mickey, tell, tell everyone where they can uh, find us. No, I have it. No, I'm kidding. Um, so we are on all social media, social, uh, <laughs> social media, <laughs> um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all of that bullshit. If you give a fuck, you'll find us. That's all. Oh, I'm losing it. <laughs> well, thanks everybody. We, uh, this was super fun. Uh, and we will definitely end up doing this again sometime because it's just wild. Yeah. Healthy out there. Another and, murder uh, in the stream. Uh, yeah. Look at me inside, assholes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. 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 I need a new beer.
<laughs> I know, I, I throw a beer too. Anyways, can we take a break in between recording?